Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Uh, weather vanes, uh, thematically appropriate song for this radio segment. And also Jason Isbell got his University of Memphis diploma before his Friday night concert in the Botanic Gardens. So that was a cool moment. So you were there on Friday, I gather. Um, nice crowd. And what it, when he got his diploma, did he had he been? What were the what's the story behind that? So the story behind that uh, it's been in the works. I, I, I actually do mostly know the story behind that. I actually had his diploma in my the truck of my car for a day or so. <laughs> um, uh-huh. um, we delivered it to, we did, we did not, my wife did not present it to him. Someone yeah. else did, but we delivered it to the venue. Um, so it had been a work for a couple of years. You know, he, he went to the University of Memphis and he dropped out like a credit or two short to go, to go on tour and sort of never looked back, which he talked about from the stage. And a couple of years ago, someone, I think from the, the college, I think whatever the college, he was an English music major. So I guess that's arts and sciences. Uh, someone from that college had sort of reached out and said about it. And so they have a program. It's not like it wasn't an honorary degree. It's a real degree. But they didn't just like give it to him, even though he hadn't finished. They have a program that available to like all students for, for students who are like who, who, who like came up just short of the finish line. If they want yeah. to go back and finish, I think I think it's actually called a finish line program. So there's a program you have to do. And there's like certain, you know, there, there's you fill out and you present like a portfolio of work you've done related to your studies since you've left and all this kind of stuff. That part's easy for him. It's like look at my Grammys or whatever, or like you know go to my Spotify page. Right. Like, so that 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 part's pretty easy. But he had to like he had to like you know answer some questions and and, and and you know do a statement about like how his work relates to his studies and all this kind of stuff. So they did the process on it, and it was sort of it took a couple of years from the conception to the to, to getting it done. But um, like as I as I as I was told, I was not backstage, but as, as I heard. Like his mother came, like at Amma or wherever, and she was there for it, and like it was like a whole thing, and so it was very nice that he talked about it from the stage. That's lovely. That's fantastic. And uh, I take it good show and nice uh, occasion. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he he's, he's played just about every venue in town at this point, other than FedEx Forum, but it was it was a very good show. Um, all right, couple other matters. Um, you wrote about. Is it El Pollo Latino? El Pollo Latino. We like talking about food here. You like food? Good job. Uh, Good job on the pronunciation. I, 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 I sometimes miss on that myself, but um, that's uh, the ya sound. Not, not, not just, it's, not, it's pollo, not polo. Right? Um, so tell us about the place. So it's in a little white house on summer between, I guess, between Highland and Perkins, close to Highland. And for, for years, it was this a different Colombian restaurant, Repos Delicios, which had sort of a cult following. I was I was among the cult, so was so was Jennifer Biggs. We both loved to get a, a bowl of a bowl of beans at Repos Delicios. And about a year ago, that restaurant closed, 
and a sign popped up in the window that said, you know, coming soon under new administration or whatever. And that was literally a year ago. And like, so, so, you know, people would keep an eye on it. I, every time I drive by, I look, Oh, the new, new administration still coming still for it to come. And then the last time I drove by, I noticed that it opened and it, apparently it opened just a couple of days before that. And so it's a new, it's a new Colombian restaurant. It's by the same family that already owns a different Colombian restaurant in summer or near summer. El Sabor Latino. El Sabor Latino, Latino is like a full service, like platters, like, you know, just general Colombian restaurant. But El Pollo Latino is a chicken themed restaurant. And then you can get chicken in many different ways. But the real, like the real star of the show, the real focus is on their rotisserie chicken. So they have, they do this Colombian style rotisserie chicken with sort of a different kind of flavor profile. They wouldn't tell me ingredients, but I, but I gather there's like paprika, garlic kind of thing going on. It's flavorful, but it's not hot. It's spicy, not hot, spicy. Um, and and they have this big roaster behind the um, behind the counter. You can see that that's cooking rotisserie chickens all over over wood wood flames. You know, forty at a time, and and they it's very good. They have other stuff too, chicken soup so and, and do you fried get, chicken and chicken and rice. Can you get can you get like a whole chicken to take away, or is it quarter chickens, half chickens to eat there in a plate yeah. with sides? <laughs> so How do you do the it? menu? The, the menu is like quarter chicken, half chicken, whole chicken, 1.5 chicken, or two chicken, right? And so, so you can get – no, I think, I think if you order it to eat in, they're going to cut the chicken up. Right. But, yeah, I, I assume if you say just give me, Jimmy, just give me the whole chicken to go, they'll, they'll, they're not going to say no to that, right? So, yes, you can do a whole chicken or even double chicken uh, meals there. And the meal is really just chicken and potatoes, you know. But it's very good. It's a very good, you know. The the the, the skin is crisp. The chicken is is um is um tender, and it also is, is basically smoked over wood, so it has that sort of smoke flavor. And so, big big fan of that. How much this is this is a test of how much of a heathen you are. Have you ever sat in your car and pulled apart a rotisserie chicken and eaten it in the front seat of your car? No, I definitely eat a lot of food in the front seat of my car. <laughs> um, and, I, and I'm someone who, like, when, when I go get, like, when I go get Indian takeout for the family, which uh-huh. is like at least a once-a-month proposition, I always get an order of the, um, of the um, what are they called? The, the, little, the little... Samosas. Um, samosas. The samosas, yes. yes. Yeah, you know, the potato and pea yeah. Right, right. And you'll eat order those, which comes in two, and one of those is for me to eat in the car on the way home. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my that's my that's my delivery fee is I get to eat one of those while I'm driving. Aren't there other? Well, okay, back to rotisserie chickens. Isn't like if there, I go for like a Chick Fil A line with my kid, right? Which he always brings with Chick Fil A a lot. If I go through the line, I get them for myself. Even though it's like only a ten minute drive back to the house, I can't wait the whole ten minutes. I'm digging in the bag already. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's why fries are good. Fries are good as a, they'll right. keep you from the main course before you that's get right. to your house. Um, isn't there? And maybe this is. To, isn't there another place that is famous for rotisserie where you get there? Maybe you've written about it before. Get there before they run out of rotisserie chickens. Do you have other places? Uh, you- uh, I thought you were talking about Kenny Rogers Roasters there for a minute. No, no, not that, Kenny Rogers. Have there. we ever had a Kenny Rogers it, Roasters? Fact, you may be talking about Los Picosos also in summer. That's not rotisserie chicken. That's just smoked chicken. They okay. literally have right. a big that smoker, a big grill out in front of the restaurant. Uh-huh. And on weekends, Friday, Saturday, That's Sunday, it. they'll do they'll do that smoked chickens, and you can get smoked chicken plates there. You know, it's, until they run out, basically. Big big fan of that too. What's the name of that place again? Los Picosos. Los Picosos. It's it's in the big lot. You know, it's that big lot where Nagasaki is, and then on one side is like Bryant's. And then the other side is other stuff, and Los Picosos is among the other stuff. Uh, the uh, 
Daily Memphian is celebrating five years of existence. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's an overly extended celebration at this point, but nevertheless, uh, it's good to start a newspaper up in this news environment. As part of it, you have picked out some of your favorite stories, and uh, there's a story up at the Daily Memphian that you've written. And one of the things that strikes me about it is, all right, the last five years have really, like, y- you were writing about, on the sports front, Mark and Mike, um, since right. the Daily Memphian in the last five years, we had no even hint that John Morant was arriving when all this five years began. But then another one of your stories was, I remember this now, I mean, you spent a day inside Baptist Hospital wearing the hazmat suit during the midst of COVID, plus uh, the Tommy Ka stuff at the uh, Memphis airport and all, all of that. Right. It's been a hell of a five years. Let me go back really yeah, quickly. To the, uh, the Memphis Bicentennial. The Memphis Bicentennial. Oh, well, let me ask you about that one first of all. So this one is an alternate three-part history of Memphis music with Jared Boyd. What did you do there? So what we did was, that's often an idea. I'm, I, I'm a believer in ripping off good ideas. 100%. And, so, and, I, and I, I credited the idea. The, 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 the jazz critic Gary Giddens did a story for the Village Voice, I don't know, I guess in the year 2000. Yeah. Um, but it was a long time ago, and it was, it was called Post-War Jazz, A Roadmap. And what he did was he picked one song for every year from, like, I guess, 1945 through 2000, one jazz record from every year that, that to him, not necessarily the best record of that year, but a record that, that helped tell the story of jazz that evolved over that time period. And he wrote, like, a paragraph about it. And I always loved that story. And so I ripped off that idea with Jared's help, and we did Memphis Music, a roadmap, basically. And we went from the very beginning, the very first recording to happen in Memphis, which was 1912, up through whatever year we wrote the story, 2019, Holy I guess. Holy crap. I didn't click on and this. Pick, so, yeah, a song a year? Song for every year. Yeah, one song for roughly. There, there's some cheating both both ways. There's one. There's some years early on where we didn't pick because you know, the, like the first recording, I think, was 1912, but then, like, I don't think there's anything from 1913, right? It takes a, takes a few years before you get into the every year situation. And there were, there were a couple years there where we picked two songs just because we really couldn't – we just couldn't bring yourself to choose. And so that's that piece is in three parts because it's really long. And so I think the link there clicks you to the first part and the first part that's links to the second. And so the first part is like all the like Bill Street blues, jug band, jazz, all that kind of stuff. And then the second part is the sun stacks, high records, glory years. And the third part is like, you know, from the mid seventies to present modern era. But that was, that was a great fun to put together to work with Jared on that. And I think a good read. And it's nice that uh, in this day, and it used to be if you wanted to save a piece, you had to rip it out of the newspaper and put it in a manila envelope and have a file. <laughs> now there it uh, is. I still recommend print it out and put it in you a do. file because things disappear from the Internet. Many, yeah. many, many things I've written no longer exist on no the Internet. Longer Nothing but the Daily Mythian has disappeared. But many things I wrote for commercial the film and Mrs. Flyer are gone. Um, yeah. If you want to, if you want to find that piece, uh, it's a pretty. The, the headline is a pretty uh, uh, um, sort of. It, the Daily Memphian writers share their favorite stories. So then you scroll down to Chris's, and there's links to that story. Um, the hazmat experience. Yeah. What was that like? So that, in retrospect, not as dramatic as it felt like at the time, right? That's the thing. I think, right, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people say we overreacted a little bit because of it, and I think we probably did in retrospect, but, like, we didn't know, right? 
And so, and so, like, you know, I was literally in, I wasn't in a hazmat suit, but I was in, I wasn't just regular scrubs. I was in a right. whole zip up suit and a mask and, you know, and the whole, the whole, the whole shebang, right? You know, like, you know, like you're in like, you know, some disaster movie you've seen on TV right. or whatever, you know, it was like that. And I, I spent the day mostly with Dr. Um, Stephen Threlkel, was great uh, to me, but there were times doctors I spent time with. And like, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, th- that story's kind of long, as my stories tend to be. Uh, I don't know if that's something that people want to read in retrospect. Right. But I went back. I went back. I wasn't sure. Like, should I really, really put this there? And I went back and started reading it, and I think it still holds up pretty well. And, like, the people in the comments were, like, thought it was good. And I don't know. It was sort of interesting to be in an environment, not only the COVID stuff, but just medical stuff. And I, it's not, you know, it's not one of my, one of my, you know, one of my normal areas, right? But like to try to learn on the fly what people are doing and make sense of it to myself and then turn around and make sense of it to readers. I thought it was a pretty interesting experience. And then like just there was the the difference between like what people thought was going on frenzy wise and how actually calm it was there. But yet there's still so much certainty. So I'm wearing all this stuff, but like, it's not like around me, like things are going crazy. It's a pretty calm environment. It was, it was interesting. The, um, it, 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 it might look in retrospect like, well, come on, man, you're wearing that. Because now, but at the, at the time, A, we didn't know. We didn't, well, we also yeah. didn't have vaccinations. Like, we didn't have vaccinations right. then. And so it, the whole context has been changed by either you, you right. have, you've been vaccinated or you had it. And so you've that then developed some, some uh, antibodies. Right. And we have treatments in a way that we didn't have. People really were regularly dying off. That's just well, true. Yeah, no, 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 all that's true. But, but there's also an element to what we were still learning, right? Yeah. Because remember when it very first hit, people, people were so focused. And the very first days, people will focus less on breathing than on touching, right? They right. were like, you got to you bring down your, your groceries, groceries home and wipe them down, before, which in retrospect was dumb. And it took us a few weeks to figure out, no, this is a breathing problem. This is the air you breathe problem. This is not a surfaces you touch problem, right? There was just so much we didn't know in the early stages. Um, all right. People can find those pieces over at the Daily Memphian. I got some grizzly story uh, things I want to ask you, but I'll wait and do that tomorrow. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thank you. Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.